Welcome to the Northern Local School District Positivity Project podcast, where we focus on the 24 character strengths inside each of us and teaching the other people matter mindset to help make our communities a better place to live. like to welcome everyone to today's podcast. We are meeting with Holly Hoffman from Survivor Nicaragua and she's going to talk a little about uh, perseverance, the character strengths that came through while she was participating in the game, and social intelligence. Welcome Holly. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Uh, why don't you share a little bit about just yourself and your experience? Well actually I'm from North Central South Dakota. Uh, my husband and I have three amazing children. Uh, we have our son is a lawyer, our, our um, our daughter, our middle child, she and her husband also live back in South Dakota. He's a dentist, she's a stay-at-home mom. And our youngest daughter and her husband are both doctors doing their residency in Albuquerque, New Mexico. So actually when all of our children left for college, I decided I wanted to do something completely out of character. I am not a camper, uh, I hate bugs, I'm definitely afraid of snakes. So when I applied to be on Survivor, I took a kind of a, a leap of faith thinking, you know, I'm just gonna send in an application and an audition tape and see what happens. And I was truly shocked when I made it. It was a, about a year long process, um, which I was actually one of the lucky ones. There's been some people that have applied 17 times, uh, 14 times, and I was selected within the first try. So I had to go to Los Angeles, California for a casting call for a whole week. And when I received that final call that I made it, I, I had some second thoughts, some thoughts about what did I really get myself into? Can I do this? And it took a lot of perseverance to, to keep going throughout the show. So in your opinion, how does social intelligence differ before and after participating in Survivor in that your relationships with people? Well, actually, in the game of Survivor, you're dropped off in a jungle and you have to live with people from all walks of life. So what happens at the casting call is they make you take a personality test, an IQ test, and then they look at all of the people, everybody's personalities and so forth, and they study those personalities and they say, okay, who's gonna clash with who? You know, this type, this person's type A personality and so forth, and then they take you and they throw you out in a jungle, and you starve, and you're sleep deprived, and then you have to work with all these people. You have to live with these people. There's 10 people on a tribe. So for me, what I really found with myself is being out in the jungle, you had to learn how to live with different people's personalities and how to relate differently to people. And I really struggled with that when I started playing the game of Survivor right away because I kept jumping to conclusions, thinking about what people think of me and how I treat people. And when I watched myself on national television, because you go and you play this game, they tape it, and then you go home and you watch yourself, it made me realize that we have to accept people for who they are. We have to relate to people for who they are. So as far as social intelligence, it made me realize that there's all different kinds of people in this world. And how we personally look at them and how we personally treat them is up to us. It's a very good point. Uh, part of the Positivity Project is the hashtag Other People Matter, and that's one of the things we really work with our students and our communities to understand that you have to take people for who they are, recognize everyone is unique and different, and respect that in each other. Absolutely. And you know, it, when we played the game of Survivor, your goal, of course, is to get to the end, win the million dollars, 
yes, there's backstabbing, there's talking behind everybody, you know, people's back. But for me personally, I always said, you know what, I'm going to stay true to myself. And I think that's one thing that everybody needs to really think about when you think about other people matter is you also have to stay true to yourself and you also have to remember that the importance of treating people the way you want to be treated. Very, very good point. Uh, I think one of the things you shared with me when we spoke on the phone was the one thing that they shared with you um, about who your friends were going into the game. Yes. Well, you or know, lack of friends. <laughs> lack of friends because they tell you you're going to think that someone's your friend and all of a sudden they're not. You know, they vote you off. And sometimes that's life. Sometimes um, in life we need to think about a circle. We all have a circle in life. And you are in the middle of that circle. Who you have in your circle is up to you. The people that you are with matters. Because those are the people in your circle that are going to lift you up. Those are the people that are going to support you. Those are the people that are going to be around you. And in life, your circle changes. There's going to be people that come in and out of your circle all the time. But you always need to remember to keep your circle strong. It's really good advice. Uh, within the Positivity Project, there's three circles that make up your, who you are as your character. And we talk about your thoughts, your feelings, and your behavior. And in the middle of that are your character, your actions, and who you are as an individual. Um, so that's very true to that point. Another question I had was, did you, uh, during the game, did you have a true understanding of the benefit of building those relationships with people who you thought eventually were going to try and vote you off, but still recognize that you had to work with them, like you said, within that circle? So how'd that change throughout the game, knowing that at some point people that you wanted to eliminate might be voting for you to win and hoping that they recognize that it is a game, but people still do get their feelings hurt? Oh, absolutely. There were, I had an alliance with three other people. Um, a young gentleman whose name was Chase, another one whose name was Sash, and then a, a lady whose name was Jane. And we got to one point of the game where we had to vote someone off. And we decided to vote Jane off. And Jane was very upset. Uh, her feelings were hurt. But you have to remember that this is a reality show. This is a game. Going into this game, you have to remember that your feelings are going to get hurt. It's going to happen. Life is not a game. So the difference between a reality show is life is, can be like playing a reality game because your feelings are going to get hurt. But you also have to remember that other people matter. So showing kindness, you will receive kindness. So that was really hard for me because I, I do care about other people's feelings. So that was probably one of the hardest things for me to go into this game and play that say, you know, there's going to come to a point where I have, I'm building relationships with these people and then I have to vote them off. So that was one of the hardest things for me when I played Survivor. One of the things that uh, we noticed was you talked about living on camera 24 hours a day, seven days a week, like how your life would be if that was the reality of it. And that really speaks about character and knowing that people are always watching, uh, good or bad with your actions. So when, when you talk to students or any adults, you know, there weren't a lot of hands that went up in, in the room because people think, wow, that would be pretty scary. And even the people who think, yeah, I could do that, they're not thinking through what may or may not be on camera. So what was it like to go back having lived that nonstop camera experience, but then think this is how I should be acting? And because people probably don't understand that having not been on Survivor. No, and, and playing this game, I didn't think about that going in. But you have a camera on you 24 hours a day. At night when you sleep in the hut, you have a camera on you. 
The only time the cameras turn around and walk away is, um, you know, when you go to the bathroom. Of course, if you go to the bathroom with someone else, they will they will film you, and they told us that. So that was really hard because right away I I, I was running away from the cameras, and I had a producer pull me aside and say, "You need to stop running away from the cameras." And I said, "No, I'm really not." Well, it was because I, I felt myself having a meltdown. I had a really, really hard going at the beginning. Mm -hmm. And doing filming this game and having that camera on you 24 hours a day, you film, and then going home and watching yourself on national television, it's a, it's a rude awakening because some of the things I said were wrong. Some of my actions were wrong. So think about that in the real world. If you had a camera following you around for 24 hours a day, Everything you said, everything you did was going to be televised to the entire world. It would all make us realize the value of kindness, the value of, of how we treat people, what we say, what we say behind people's back. And, you know, in today's world, there's so much negativity. There's so much, um, you know, how do we treat people? And think about that. When you treat someone badly, poorly, think about that camera. Would you want the whole world to know how you are truly treating someone? It's something to really think about. Today when I spoke, um, I had one person in the entire room raise their hand, and it really gets people to think about their words and their actions. You'd mentioned about uh, the alligator boots and replacing those. Um, how was that perceived when, when you did that and gave that, like, because you talked about people were more upset for even apologizing yes, than being yourself in that. So how'd that work out? Well, on day five, I had a meltdown, and there was a gentleman on my tribe that was treating me poorly, and I acted out, and I acted out in anger, and we do that in life as well. It's very hard for us sometimes to hold back our anger and say, okay, how am I going to handle this? Now what I've learned is count to 10, take a breath, and realize what you say, words cannot be taken back, mm -hmm. and what you're gonna, how you're going to act out. But on day five, I did act out. There was a gentleman making fun of me, and he had very expensive clothes on. He was bragging about his wealth. And I stole his $1,600 pair of alligator shoes. I filled them with sand, and I threw them in the ocean. Well, I watched myself on national television. And coming back from playing this game, I knew I had done that, and I didn't know if they were going to air it or not. So I already found myself apologizing to some of my friends and family, saying, I'm so sorry I did something on day five I should have never done. I hope that they don't show it, because that really bothered me. And when I watched that on national television, it made me realize that that was wrong. But I'm human, yep. and we are all human. But when we do something wrong, it also shows our character how we handle that. And by me going back and saying I was sorry on national television, that's because I knew that that's what I had to do. This was a reality game. This was a reality show. I had to go home and live my life after this. I knew after the as many days as I made it, I had to go back and face my family. So, you know, we all make mistakes. We all fail, but this is one thing that I need everybody to remember. Failure is not falling down, failure is staying down. When you fail at something, you have to get up, brush yourself off, and you need to move forward. It's a really good way to look at that. Uh, Self-control is one of the character things we talk about with our students, and mm -hmm. the whole point that, you know, even with something you're really good at, self-control still plays into that because it's your emotions. And whether it's you want to be funny and you're too funny, or you, you know, teamwork and you're always at teamwork and being able to have self-control with everything we do is very important. Um, so what we're going to do is we're gonna, we have three students joining us today uh, from Somerset Elementary 
and we're going to have them introduce themselves, and I think they each have some questions. Okay, wonderful. Hi, my name is Maddie Winders, and I am here with Holly Hoffman, and my question is, how did it feel when you were speaking to all the people in the Coliseum um, when you said that they threw you out into in a black van and just leaving your family behind? That was very, very scary. When we arrived in Nicaragua, they put us in this van and there were no seats, no seat belts in this van. and we were crammed into this black blacked out van and there was a bench on each side we couldn't see where they were taking us uh we didn't know how long we were going to be in this van it was scary it was very scary and you know sometimes in life we're fearful and we all need to learn the value of being brave and courageous because i was 40 plus when i played this game and i'm sitting in a van and i am deathly afraid not knowing where I'm going, how long I'm going to be in that van. Sometimes in life, life throws curveballs at us. We don't know where life is going to take us. Sometimes in life, we may feel like we're in a blacked out van. But you have to remember one thing about being in a blacked out van. The doors are always going to open up and you will see the sunlight and you need to move forward. So even though I was scared, I knew that eventually I was going to see the sunlight and they were going to let me out. So you always have to remember there's sunlight on the other side. So being afraid sometimes, it's okay, but you just need to keep pushing forward. Okay? Thank you so much, Maddie. Thank you. Hi, I am Katie Paxton and I am here with Holly Hoffman and I would like to ask her a question. Um, how did it feel when you were about the starvation and stuff, like when you didn't have any food or water? Katie, that's a fantastic question. The starvation was very, very hard. I went 13 days with only eating a quarter cup of rice a day. I went an additional nine days with eating two shelfuls of rice a day. Think of how you feel when you're overtired and you don't get enough rest and you skip a meal. I had that every single day. It's your mindset. Um, I wasn't eating. I was sleep deprived. We had to go to challenges. We had to compete. I had to physically and mentally, especially mentally, tell myself that I could do this. Before a challenge, I would sit and I would think in my brain, I can do this and I can do this. And in life, we all, we ha we all face adversity. We all go through times where we think that we can't do it. But it's how you grow and it's truly your mindset telling yourself that you can do it. Hi, my name is Ethan Wolfman. I'd like to ask Holly, what did it feel like whenever you got voted off for Survivor? That is a great question, Ethan. You know, you have to last 30, 39 days to get to the end of this game. I made it 38. I was one day short. It was very hard when I walked off that show and I thought, I was one day short of, of getting to the final three. But for me, it wasn't about winning. And I even said that in my audition tape. I said, I just want to be given this opportunity. I want to see if I can push myself and do this. Sometimes in life, we think, we, we get it in our head that winning is everything. And don't get me wrong, I'm a competitive person. I like to win. But sometimes we need to think about this. Whether we win or we lose, it's not how we walk onto the playing field, it's how we walk off. Sportsmanship is very, very important. I remember walking off that game and they interviewed me and I said this. I said, 
you know what? No matter how I came out here and I played this game, going back home, I know that my family and my friends are going to be proud of me no matter what. So I do have to admit, it was hard being one day short, but I also had to remember I was 38 days long. So you have to think about if you give it your best and you play the game as hard as you possibly can, there's ever, never, ever no failure. I would like to thank our three students for their questions this morning and ask Holly, is there anything else you'd like to share with us regarding Positivity Project, character strengths, your time on Survivor? Absolutely. You know, on day five, I wanted to quit. And if I would have quit, I would not be here today because I would have been noted as the woman from South Dakota who quit. And I always say this, I'm not a quitter, neither are you. Yes, we're gonna fail. Yes, we're gonna be challenged. Yes, there's always gonna be that one person that's gonna get under our skin. But you have to step back and you have to look at who you really are and how you want people to remember you. One of the biggest things coming out of this game was Coach Jimmy Johnson from the um, Dallas Cowboys was on my tribe. And he encouraged me not to quit on day five. That tells a lot about character. Because your goal in this game is to vote people off. And he's trying to, con he's convincing me to stay. He's encouraging me to stay. So when it comes to character, what do you want other people to remember you by? How do you want them to look at you and how do you want them to remember you and saying, this person is a great character. It all comes down to choices. And so that tells me a lot about Jimmy Johnson's character. And that's what we need to truly remember when it comes to character counts. Thank you very much. Thank you so much.